Hello everyone and welcome to the Before It Was Cool podcast. I'm Tom on Treads and this is Shaky J. My buddy, you did it. You got it right first go. I I'm fucking did it. You know what? I'm so proud of you. And look, you've already started on a high, so you'll be so much more positive than the last one. The last episode. I know. I was so, so, so angry last time. And now I'm just like to the point where I'm smiling because if I don't smile, I'm going to kill a fool. <laughs> Because um, WWE are fucked up. Wow. Anyway, I think that's the earliest that we've ever gotten into a swear word when it's not been like a frustration mistake one. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I've sworn in the intros, but that's usually fuck. I fucked it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, hey everyone. Yeah, Shaky J here. Tom and Treads has introduced me, as everyone knows. And um, so we're going with something new this week. So because of Tom's negativity last week, it, it we thought, okay, let's change it to something positive, something that's kind of a bit of fun. So I came up with the idea that we talk about some um, guilty pleasures when it comes to media in particular. So guilty pleasures like movies, TV shows, and music. And those those guilty pleasures are the ones that, like, Oh, you know what? I know this is bad or, you know, like this is really cheesy, but I actually really like it. Just those sort of ones that it's like, yeah, you know what? Usually people find out about your guilty pleasures when you're drunk because you end up like yeah. putting on a song or listening to music with people or yeah. just talking about a movie. It's like, you know what? I, I fucking love insert movie here. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to give one away then. No, no, no. I was going to do something random. Like I was actually tempted to say, you know what? I love Tim Burton movies, but I didn't want to set you off again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming. Yeah. Yep. Video incoming, boys and girls. Um, yeah. Tom uh, has um, he's asked me to help him with an intro for it, and it's um, it's going to be amusing, and um. Yeah, whereas my punishment video, it was more happy into sad and frustrated. Tom's is just going to be all rage. Like, I'm imagining he's going to have to buy a new keyboard because he spat in anger so much that right. it caused it to break. I just used a MacBook Pro, so that's going to be a fucker of a fix. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If that happens, I am going to laugh at you. Yeah. But yeah, and having to replace it, then having to tell Taya that I broke a twenty six hundred dollar laptop by spitting. But, yeah, because and then I would tell her I was speaking about Tim Burton, and she wouldn't understand. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you wore a face mask or something, it might catch some of the spit. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Little win, not just this, not just to save the innocent people. Yeah, face mask stopping the breaking of MacBooks since twenty twenty one. Well, 2022 is when we, well, 2020 is when we really started using this um, face mask. So I'd take it back a little bit. Yeah, true. Then again, we don't have any recorded yeah. cases of it saving a MacBook. Anyway, let's put on the theme music. We're, we're rambling. <laughs> we're rambling. Tangent. Um, oh, God. Theme music now. Go. Music. We are the Before It Was Cool podcast, and Tom is in a good mood still. I hope. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a fairly good mood actually. <laughs> I think this week is the final uh, week for the new theme. Yeah. Although right. I'm enjoying making custom made themes. What would you do for a guilty pleasure one? Maybe based off some music that we talk about in here, or maybe a TV show's theme song that we're talking about in here. Yeah, I don't. Probably, uh, like, uh, I base it off like a band or something, like a boy band or a girl band or something like that. Well, that's actually I don't know. a really good segue into the um first topic. So, um, guilty pleasure non-metal rock band that you <laughs> listen to. If you've got a list, go for it. Uh, 
this one's going to be embarrassing. I've... My guilty pleasure, my main one, is actually the Backstreet Boys. Holy shit, me too. Yeah, I love uh, that way. Uh, and not just uh, from the Brooklyn Nine-Nine skit, from uh, This Is The End. Mm. Oh, no, wait, they don't sing that way in that. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched that movie, but um, I'm on the But Jay Bershaw, when they're in heaven, can make any wish he wants, and he blinks his eyes in the Backstreet Boys' beer. Okay. Um, well, to be honest, I'm it's... the same. I've got a very big soft spot for the Backstreet Boys. I listened, like, I was into them when I was a kid, like, primary school sort of age, and still to this day, I still enjoy their music. Um, it's, like, it, and it doesn't matter what song, like, if it's either Backstreet's Back or Larger Than Life or I Want Backstreet's like, Back. Yeah, like, that was That's an absolute banger. I will fight anyone who says otherwise. It's like um, uh, like it's like, yeah that that those Backstreet Boys were fantastic singers. Like they actually had vocal talent. It wasn't like just like one singer, one slightly different singer, and then three backing vocalists that just made just rounded out the um look of the band. They actually had some vocal yeah. talent. Um, and it wasn't all about looks because some of those Backstreet Boys are ugly motherfuckers. Yeah, but they could sing, and that got the um, what is it, the Gomlik response? Yeah, you know what that is? That's where you people think you look good, even though you're not. Kind of, that's because more, of your talent. Ah, uh, kind of. It's more the the Gomlik response. It's talked about on South Park when they try to make finger bang. Um, <laughs> you, if you get girls screaming, it'll instantly drive up interest in something. Ah, uh, okay. And get yeah. other girls interested in it. Um. But yeah, like they were great musicians. Um, any other non-metal, non-rock artists that you have a guilty pleasure spot for? A non-metal, non-rock. Mm. So out of our corn? wheelhouse genres. No, no, no corn. I'm joking. Um, none that I really think are guilty. Like I love uh, NWA and, and yeah, but they're pretty much. The entire history of rap. They're most a lot of that is still solid and it has its place yeah. in music. Like the guilty pleasures are the ones that you're almost a little bit ashamed of. Like um <laughs> Like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, I don't like NSYNC. I never liked NSYNC. See, I'll uh, I rate bye bye bye. I will listen like you put play that song and pretty much every single white person will start dancing. Badly, but they'll start I dancing. Want- I won't, yeah, because I can't. Well, you can. It just ends up with you on your face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's more like uh, it's more like doing a Ric Flair flop, even though Ric Flair is an awful person. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Um. Um. Hey, Demo. <laughs> a hidden one. Um, it wasn't really that hidden. It was during an <laughs> awkward silence. It's the opposite. It was. It was. Like, hmm, silence, I had to break like, the silence somehow. Yeah. Well, I can talk about another one of my guilty pleasures, and that's um. Yeah, go Apple for 65. it. Who's that? I'm blue. Dabba dee, dabba die. Aha. Yeah. Well, I don't consider them a guilty pleasure. It was a decent song. Well, like they had the two songs, but like. But- what was the other song? Uh, Move Your Body. I don't know. Move Your Body. Every, every. It was very repetitive, but it actually, um, the film clips, it was a continue one in film clips as well. Uh, okay. But the entire album, Europop, some parts of it were really, really quite good. Then there was like a whole song that was just like a product placement for PlayStation. Like, pretty much the bridge for it was all, like, it was, like, Tekken 3, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, Gran Turismo, Omega Boost, Bloody Raw, X-Files all over the world. And it's just they just talked about different, It was that's that was the bridge, just naming PlayStation games at the time. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, that's good. But, yeah, some of their songs on there were terrible, like, but I still really enjoy them. Um, 
like one of their songs is called The Edge. It goes, I've been to the edge. Yes, I've been to the edge and I've been to the edge. And it's like, we got it the first time. Um, <laughs> it's like bloody Pitbull saying club in nearly every single lyric that he can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like Pitbull. No, neither do I. Um, um, another one that a lot of people would consider it a guilty pleasure if you like it, but I don't feel guilty about it. I say it proud, and that's the fact that I love ICP and a lot of the Juggalo bands, all the Juggalo artists. Yeah. Um, so I don't see that as guilty. Yeah, because I'm quite proud of it. And like when people bring up Miracles, which honestly is a shit song. I'm going on a rant here. Miracles by ICP <laughs> was a really shit song. And then everyone's like, oh, they're so stupid. They don't even know how magnets work. It's like, no, you're not getting the context of the song. Like, it's a it's a song I don't like. But then when people take a lyric out of context, when the song is just, the song is about the miracles of everyday life that we don't fully understand. Like, yes, we know that the North and South Poles create magnetic fields, which attract them. But what is it that's causing that sort of thing? It's like, it's more just like appreciating the basic miracles of everyday life. And when you're also like, you know, two guys from Detroit who grew up needing to wear hand-me-down clothes and Salvation Army clothes and all that, surviving off canned food drives, dad ran away, being surrounded by drugs and violence constantly. School was never much of a priority and they didn't have that greater scientific understanding, but they appreciate the magic that is in the world, as it were. Yeah. So yeah, there's my rant justifying why Miracles, whilst not a great song, isn't as dumb as what the internet made it out to be. Stop stepping on my gimmick, motherfucker. I do the ranting. Yeah, but mine wasn't out of pure rage. Mine was, oi, listen to this logically. Not just rah, 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 I hate Tim Burton, rah, rah, fuck WWE, rah, rah, I'm going to go cry and jerk off. That's your rant. No, no, I was going to go cry and probably, yeah, jerk off. Yeah, you can't argue it, dude. I make too much sense. No, <laughs> yeah, it did. It, and it captured me completely. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, that's, I guess that's guilty pleasures in music. We'll probably come up with some more as we go through. Um, I don't mind a bit of Spice Girls every now and again. Girl power. Spice Girls were amazing. And the thing is... <laughs> Yeah, I'd say they're a guilty pleasure still, but they're still they're, their songs were great fun. They were just silly fun. All, All Saints. My sisters used to love them. See, All Saints was a band that I never ever could get into. I You don't see what I said there? Got into like, them because my sisters loved them. Then they did the cover of Under the Bridge and I fucking hated them for it. <laughs> no, it was more the fact that one of their songs was called Never Ever and I just said that. Or was that Atomic Kitten? Let me check. I was I trying know. to just say never ever because that was their biggest song. Um, let me just double check. But um, let's just talk about guilty pleasure bands within metal and hard rock and stuff. Um, yeah, never ever was all saints. Yeah, never ever was all saints. So yeah, I threw that in as a little joke, but you didn't pick up on it, you thick bastard. I'm sorry. Oh, I meant thick as in like I... thick and juicy. You're gorgeous. Oh. Uh... I apologize profusely for ruining your joke, Mr. J. You should, but it's okay. I oh, go. good. <laughs> um, yeah, guilty pleasures inside. <coughs> Sorry, inside hard rock or metal. Mm. Um, uh, that's kind of a hard one because, like, with a lot of metal hard rock bands. I find none of them truly guilty because it takes a lot of talent to do whatever they do. Even Nickelback. Like, if you were that good, you would have sold X amount of platinum records, fuckhead. Uh, I'm like, sorry, I'm one of the defenders of Nickelback. Yeah. I don't like them, but oh, they have got I defend skill. them. They have got skill. I just hate Chad Kroger's voice. And... um. That being said, their drumming and the mixing of their drumming is awesome. They do a really good job there. I'll always give them that. Problem. Yeah, they do. Um, I, I, and also, I've I just wait quickly. Never personally owned one. No, oh, neither have I. Of their albums. Um, I would also with the guilty pleasure thing. I'm gonna just exclude the whole new metal genre from it. Um, 
See, because if you're middle... guilty for liking it, you're an idiot because it's great music. Oh, yeah, some of it. Some of it is. Like, I mean, come on, Crazy Town Butterfly is a really bad song when you re listen to it. No, it's not. The lyrics are terrible. Music is great, motherfucker. No, I wouldn't say the music. You know why? The music's good, but yeah. But why? You know why it's great? Sorry, my alarm's going off in the background. You know why the song's great? Why? The music is great. Because it's a Chili Pepper song called Pretty Little Deedee from the 1988 album Mother's Milk. Oh, I did not know that. They got sued over That's why they never released anything else. No, they didn't release anything else because the lead singer is a drugged out loser. Isn't that like but I digress. Isn't that like ninety percent of rock bands that lead singer does heavy drugs? Yeah, apparently he didn't only <laughs> he stole Anthony Kiddis's entire gimmick, including the music. Yeah, that worked for him. <laughs> um, Actually, I don't know if they hundred percent uh took it, but there were certain parts that they did. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, um, some guilty pleasures of mine within. Um, like hard rock sort of thing is a lot of the teenage angst music. Like you look back, at, like not emo, not fucking emo. Emo can fuck. So not like anti, uh, not anti flag. Uh, fucking uh, my chemical romance and like that. Nah, never got into that. I fucking but, hate the used. Um, for me, it was more like the teenage angst music. Like Lincoln Park had a lot of teenage angst stuff. Um, yeah, but they're considered new metal. Yeah, I know. But then, um, also things like Evanescence. Fucking hate them. Really? See, I, yeah, I have a huge soft spot. Like Amy Lee is an amazing singer. I, uh, I think she's overrated as fuck. The notes she can hit and the range she has, she's a, she's solid. She's really good, and she does some really good covers as well. Um. But yeah, that's definitely one of my guilty pleasures when it comes to, um, like within the hard rock, rock metal g- genre. Um, yeah. But then another one, like if you look at some of the metal bands that are kind of a bit more disliked by the by the metal fan base, I guess. So things like Five Finger Death Punch. See, I never really gone into them. Like I haven't listened to them. No, I haven't. Like properly, I've heard them. But I haven't like sat down to listen to one of their albums straight. One thing I'll say is uh, when they do, I never really got really into good, them. Though. They do some pretty decent covers. Um, like they do a cover yeah. of "Gone Away" by um, The Offspring. Yeah, um, that's a good song. That's an amazing song, and their covers solid. But then on top of that, they also do um, like a lot of their music. They'll actually donate a lot to veterans in the US, and do a lot of stuff to raise awareness oh, yeah. for them. So like that part, I've got positives for but like the music is very generic metal like there's nothing special about it yeah um and another band that it's that's apparently like one of the more hated bands out there that i don't see why because they're really solid um king 810 yeah Uh, yeah Uh, i can understand why you like them well i'm personally not a fan but yeah see my ex-wife got me in i don't hate them and then when i looked into like they released like almost like swing lounge albums. Yeah. Which is, was bloody yeah. bizarre, but it's solid. And like, I mean, they were good enough that they were one of um, Slipknot's earliest um, support acts. Yeah. Yeah. And you got bands in Australia, like 12 Foot Ninja, <laughs> who just completely blend freeform jazz into their metal. Oh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. That's not a guilty pleasure, by the way. That's an out no, now they're just pleasure. Great, um, yeah, they're fantastic. Like I got to see them live when I saw Disturbed, yeah. and that was they were really good. Um, yeah, trying to think who else comes under the guilty pleasures. Um, I'd probably say a band like Jet kind of comes under the guilty pleasure. I know it's a bit more softer, but it's a bit more pop, pop rock mm. kind of thing. But you got to remember that pub rock had such a huge influence on metal in Australia and hard rock overseas. I mean, like Rose Tattoo was a huge influence on Guns N' Roses. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I believe the Angels for had me a big influence as well. 
for me, uh, and I'm going to cop, I am genuinely going to cop shit for this. A guilty pleasure for me would be Guns N' Roses because I think they're overrated as fuck, although only two of their songs are good. What two songs? I'm guessing you're going to say Welcome to the Jungle and... um... No, you're not going to say Sweet Child. What am I going to say? November Rain? Oh, you got it, motherfucker. Good. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. November Rain and Sweet Child on my uh not Sweet Child on my Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. They what turned me off and made me think they were shit was their awful, awful cover of uh Knockin' Heaven's Door. See, I actually really like it. Uh, oh see, I was raised in a Dylan household and the the original is just so good to to me. But like like and then there's also their cover of "Live and Let Die" by um, Wings, I think it was. Uh that was just Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. I was close. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, like I've got a soft spot for Gunners. They're not something that I'll just blare for ages. But if one of their songs comes on the radio, I'll probably listen to it. Like, not something I seek out. But yeah, just yeah, that and the fact that Axl Rose is a bit of a knob. Like he's. A bit. Well, I love, um, you've seen the movie Thunderstruck? Yeah. Yeah. Where one of them's asking, like, who do you think would win in a fight between Angus Young and Axl Rose? I can't believe you would ask me that. Here we have Angus Young, a god, and Axl Rose, a knob. <laughs> like, that's all he says. <laughs> I knew it. And he's like, oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> it's like, there's no, yeah. there's no logic behind it. Oh, it cracks me up every time. Um, uh, oh, I love that movie. But yeah, to me, Gunners are a uh, guilty pleasure. I'm going to get blasted by one half that says Gunners should not be a guilty pleasure. They should just be a pleasure and they're great. <laughs> and the other half are going to say, what, you admit they're good, dickhead. So, yeah, you're in a lose-lose situation. And, I um, am. I am. But, hey. So that's why they guilted me. Well, here's the way of looking Here's the way of looking at it for you. How do they rate between – let me think for you. Um, well, how do they rate between Red Hot Chili Peppers being a 10 and Tim Burton being a 0? Probably a five. So mid-range. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like, they're obviously popular for a reason. And Slash Gam is a really good player. Same with Duff McKagan. Hmm. And Axel Rose, so, like, they're Axel Rose individually back in the day great. sing great. Just... He, got... he could scream. Oh, his wasn't even so much of a scream. Like, I listen to a lot of screaming music. We both do. And... His was different. Yeah, he's more of a screech. Yeah, and I mean, I'm an ACDC fan, so I'm, I like a good screech. Um, yeah, but at least Bon Scott bon Scott and Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson could do Bon it. Scott didn't screech. He might yeah. scream at the right oh, moment. Oh, he might every now and again, but... Not much. Like, he didn't, definitely didn't do it as much as Brian. I know, Brian is a pure screecher, and like... Yeah, bon, but at bon least they better, control yeah. it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Whereas Axl Rose doesn't, and it just sounds like a dog dying. Now I'm sad about all the dogs that die. Thanks, Tom. Oh fuck! It sounds like uh, I don't know. Fucking, I hate cats. So it sounds like a cat when it gets into the wrong hole. Okay, that wasn't what I was expecting, but that worked. Um, <laughs> now I'm sad. I was going to say prostitute, but I thought that might cross the line. I'm just surprised you didn't just go nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, but I had to come up with something creative. Yeah, but after I said the dog thing, you just go with that, and it's like, oh, yeah, I hate that. I agree with you. Like, you do it to get me back on side. <laughs> because apparently everything's oh, well. about me. Um Say so yeah, that's that's talking metal. What what would okay, what would be your guilty pleasure in that genre? Well, I already said um, Evanescence is one. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot, as I said, for Five Finger Death Punch. Um, 
I haven't listened to him a whole hell of a lot. I do, no, I don't mind. Who? A7X, like Avenged Sevenfold. They have some moments they're... where they're solid, but like, to be honest, for me, they just yeah, feel like they're just trying to be a new Metallica or a new ACDC. No, that's Airborne. Airborne are trying to be a new ACDC. Ah, oh, that's right, Airborne. Yeah, I forgot about them. I don't like them. <laughs> Um, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say if I do, I don't mean that they're shit, as in any of these artists aren't good at what they do. They're just obviously very great. I just don't care for their music, yeah, exactly. And no, that's that's fair, like, um, yeah, that's absolutely fair. Like, everyone has things that they like and dislike. Like, I mean, yeah, there's like bands that like well for example one band i absolutely can't stand and i hate listening to is u2 i yeah don't enjoy them and then by extension um the people who just sound like a different version of u2 coldplay i can't stand either band um i can't stand coldplay and yeah coldplay are just trying to be u2 yeah like i like yeah i just can't get into them um by the same sort of extension, like there's people who out there who don't like ACDC and that's fine. Um, they're wrong, but um, they just, <laughs> and like when, and like, I'll admit there's faults within ACDC. Absolutely. But you listen to Bon Scott or ACDC and it's just great standard rock and ACDC knew they were, sh- they were not shit, but monotonous. I mean, when Malcolm Young's interviewed yeah. one time, rest in peace, it was his um four-year anniversary of his death a couple of days ago. Um, when interview interviewed, and the interviewer says, so how's it feel knowing you... I think I, I, this isn't verbatim. I may be wrong here. Um, how's it feel knowing that you've released eight albums that sound exactly the same? And he goes, fuck off. We've released nine albums that sound exactly the same. Like, he's... <laughs> He wasn't gonna. He, uh, they know it. They just want to do their music. They want to do their thing. And if people love it, they love it. If they don't, they don't. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but the point is that we didn't need to fucking airborne. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's talk TV show. Um, guilty pleasures. Um. So either TV shows that are bad or when you watch them now, they're still bad, but you can't help but keep watching them. Um. So the problem is I'm a bit of a cinephile. So I love all things film. Yeah, but you can also appreciate a bad film and see why it's objectively bad. Yeah. And like when it's not. And then I can appreciate a bad film and know why it's shit. Tim Burton. And also understanding that what uh, um, people also would create films to be bad on purpose, and that's your well, your um, human centipede, your Sharknados, pretty much anything by Ed Wood. Um, yeah. Then you try to be Ed Wood and fail at even making films that bad on purpose. Fucking Tim Burton. Breathe, buddy. Breathe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking TV shows. Uh, we're not talking movies. Um, yeah. So, like, for me, like, and I'll still watch it to this day, and that's the original G1 Transformers cartoon. Like, it is See, so I bad. love it. Oh, I love it as well. But, God, it's bad. Like, when they're talking about... I've never considered it a guilty pleasure, though. <sighs> it's... It's not what it's not a, sh- a show that you would show all your mates and tell them, "Oh, this is really awesome. You should watch this with me." Is it? You're watching it more for the nostalgia. Yeah. I would do that because the only mates I'm going to show it to, like you and like three other people, and they're all into that shit too. But yeah, like when there's like these are things. <laughs> so these aren't my views. These are moments in Transformers cartoon series that make you just cringe and go, "What the actual hell?" When first of all, oh yeah, it's cringeworthy. Oh well, when they've got two characters, one being Jazz, who is so, is incredibly stereotypically black, um, like plays up <laughs> to every black stereotype. Pretty much. <laughs> then there's Blaster, who transforms into a boombox and is also stereotypically black. It's like, really? And then, uh, like, yeah. The By the way, to everyone listening, I'm not laughing because I think these characters are good. I'm laughing 
of what the creators could get away with in a more fucked up era. Oh, in the eighties, like, and then you've got a character like, um, not a character. There's an Arabic nation in the Transformers cartoon universe called Carbomia. <laughs> like, oh my god, like, god. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not the most subtle person in the world. Far from it. Jesus Christ, like car bomb you. Like, god damn, that's bad. Um But um actually another guilty pleasure when it comes to a cartoon series is the mid to later seasons of The Simpsons. I still actually enjoy quite a few of them. Actually, yeah. They're like the universally most hated, but yeah. Like I get you there. I like a few of them as well. Yeah, I like all of them. Yeah, I like a few of them. Yeah, and pretty much, I'll always say that the Treehouse of Horrors are always enjoyable. Um, yeah, but yeah, can you think of any TV shows that are generally not considered that highly that you enjoy? Um, fuck, what was it? Uh, the original Teenage the Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I think that's still considered pretty highly, more for nostalgia and its cheesiness. But it, but yeah, no, nah, I'll yeah. rate it. Even though she, um, I don't like Melissa Joan Hart that much. But did you hear? Did you see her um Twitter feud with Kevin Owens? No. <laughs> oh, she had a go with him about his weight, and he just ripped her a new one. When was last time you were on national TV, woman? Oh, yeah. You don't get in a fight with freaking Kevin Owens. The man is one of the best trash talkers when he gets the opportunity. Um, Yeah. I'll admit, I am kind of hoping at one stage, like if he, when he leaves WWE, when he, if he goes to AEW, him versus MJF on the mic, it'll be so good. With Tony Khan just going, don't say fuck. Don't say cunt. <laughs> say whatever else you want. Go. And see, that just makes me think of the um Bam. thing by DX when they had the um disclaimer, like, we're not allowed to say fuck anymore. You said fuck. Oh, we're not allowed to say cock. Oh, we said that too. And that sort of one, like that playoff, like. <laughs> the uh, State of the Union. Thing. Yeah, I think that's the one, yeah. But, but the, yeah, same idea, but that would be off camera. And then Kevin Owens and MJF just being allowed to go unscripted off on each other. Oh, it, so good. Book it now. <laughs> can't. They're in different companies for a while longer anyway. Don't care. Book it. Um, Make Survivor Series real, goddammit. The Pointless Score podcast is now on Patreon. There are six tiers to choose from, ranging from $1 to $100. $1 gets you just to help. $3 gets you a shout-out in every episode, except for the episodes in the next tier. $10 gets you your choice. You choose the topic, and I record a solo episode dedicated to you with no ads or other Patreon shout-outs. $15 is produce it up. You get the opportunity to choose the week's topic and the co-host the code should be attainable and knowledgeable on the subjects 26 spots available $50 gets you the VIP co-host position 3 spots available $100 is make the school podcast your own you and a person of your choosing make an episode you can even change the intro music and artwork and you can edit or ask Tom to edit to your specifications go to patreon.com before IWC and you will get to our landing page that's patreon.com before IWC please support us so that we can continue to provide you with quality content each and every week okay so let's talk to our TV sort of ones next up is um movies I guess so what's a guilty pleasure movie for you Probably Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, no. I'm joking. Tim Burton's a cunt. Isn't um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory the um classic one? No, that's Willy Wonka. It's Willy Wonka. Okay. Factory. Yeah. Remember, Willy comes first. In most cases, with women, that's why they get disappointed. 
<laughs> I, I created two kids. <laughs> Tay is still waiting on that orgasm. Um, <laughs> um, oh, shit. Um, I better keep going before I get divorced. Uh, uh, what, I'm having uh, an orgasm, or...? <laughs> no, for talking about it on air. Oh, yeah, bad. Um, uh, there's a reason a lot of... Guilty well, pleasure but, film. Uh, I, I'm i not... Like, Tenacious D, is, to me, is not a guilty no, pleasure from Matt now. Most people love happy the D. about that. Um... um I don't, oh, ah, uh, a movie called Draft Day. Okay, don't know it. Who's in it? Uh, with what's his name? Oh, fucking, uh, Dances with Wolves. What, Kevin Costner? Yeah, Kevin Costner is in it. It's about, and Jabal Boseman's in it, and a few others are in it. Terry Crews. Uh, it's about the NFL Draft Day mm. of the National Football League in America their draft day, and for some reason I just can't stop watching it. We watch it all the time. It's not a good movie. Like it was never going to win an Oscar or anything like that, but I quite enjoy it for some reason. How is it rated? And there's no... Everything? Like, middling to average. It wasn't great, but, like, there are no actual sports in it. It's all about the behind the scenes on a draft day at a, like, uh, whoever the team in Cleveland is. And I've seen it about nine times. I just can't get enough of it. Yeah, wow. I don't know why. Um, Yeah. So a movie for me that was a lot of people, like, even the director who directed it doesn't like it. That um is definitely a guilty pleasure one for me is um Hook with Robin Williams. See, I don't consider that a guilty pleasure because to me, like Peter Pan is one of Robin Williams' top five ever roles. I wouldn't go as far as to say that, but like looking like the general um like critics panned it, Spielberg hates it. Yeah. Um, but I look at it and I just Whenever Robin Williams gets the opportunity to play a kid sort of thing, he's great. Like, another movie that was generally actually relatively panned, but I love is, once again, Robin Williams, and that's um, Jack. Yeah, I I like it. I recently rewatched it. It's all right. Because uh, of Bill Crosby, Cosby, it hasn't really aged very well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, it's... Pretty good. I have a, a bit of a thing for Diane Keaton. Not Diane Keaton. She's the old one. Diane Lane. Oh, at least I was half expecting you to say J-Lo for a second there. No, nah, fuck. Oh, actually, got a bit of junk in that junk, don't she? Nah, really? Yeah, right. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think some other movies that have... Like that, I have that guilty pleasure sort of. Um, I don't mind watching Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. The Errol Flynn one or the no, Prince of Thieves uh, is Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, I don't mind it. But it was like, it I... was panned. The only thing that anyone ever talks about it in a positive manner is um, Alan Rickman's Sheriff of Nottingham, who was amazing. Like just. He's like, okay, uh, if I'm going to have a shit script, I'm going to ham it up to the nth degree, and he just goes forward and does it, and he's just so good. He is. Hmm. I like him. Oh, Alan, uh, no, I can beat you with two others on that one. Okay. I do not mind Waterworld, Never and that. I do not mind The Postman. Who's in The Postman? Same... Kevin, Kevin Costner Star. directed and starred. Oh. See, it seems to be like a bad movie thing is Kevin Costner. Like the only movie I know of his where he was like where it was lauded and said really good was um oh what is it? It's him and Sean Connery going after Al Capone. Um Well the Untouchables. Yeah, it was amazing. 
It was amazing. Dance of the Wolves. He's uh he won an Oscar for both directing and acting in it. Okay. I didn't know he directed it. Um but yeah, Dance of the Wolves yeah, is he... fine. Like it's I mean that story's been repeated so many times and to be honest, I'm pretty sure he repeated that story. Um Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Um but yeah, it's it's definitely solid. Um But uh the water water world was the one that followed Prince of Thieves and it took until it was released in like 94, 95. It took until 2017 to recoup its cost. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think the postman has yet either. Yeah, it just, just stayed bad, really. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mind them. Um, I really don't. I don't know why. Well, here's something I'll quickly do. I'm just going to quickly go on to, um, of. So I'm just going to try and find a list of and popular movies. <laughs> I went to banned movies. <laughs> okay, so um, Microsoft Bing has just actually um done a great pun to me and uh, <laughs> images of images of list of most pan popular movies the first one is peter pan oh <laughs> uh, uh, god okay here we go i've got a list of films considered the worst by decade and when when we read them when you read them we've got to say whether we actually like it or not okay so um where do you want me to start? Like, do you, I'm assuming you don't want me to go to the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Like, we'll have to go things within our era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know how many of these I can actually say I've even seen, to be honest. Um, so probably from the 80s through. From the 80s through, okay. So, or maybe the 90s through. Well, in the 80s, the only ones I can see that you might have seen: Superman 4, Quest for Peace. Yeah. Um, Howard the it. Duck. Seen it. Uh, Mac and Me. Seen it. Uh, the McDonald's equivalent of E.T. Isn't it terrible? Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even the McDonald's version. It's the McDonald's Happy Meal toy version. It's that long, the totem pole. Okay, so in the 1990s, there was Troll 2, which is considered like the best worst film. Um, it is. Hi- it's great. Highlander 2. Uh, I got a sus of the Highlander film. Number one. They try so hard. I never got into them, but yeah, apparently there's some people who like them. Um, North. It's a Bruce Willis film with Elijah Wood as a kid. Um, I don't remember that one. Showgirls. Oh, fuck. Talk about your terrible movies. Uh, Ones that tried were really good and serious and fell on its ass. Uh, it's G-string laden ass. The Scarlet Letter, um, Striptease. Oh, come on. When I was a teenager, Striptease was the greatest movie ever made. Oh, absolutely. But then you, you know, grow up and find the internet. Um, <laughs> okay, exactly. here's one that we've spoken about before in previous episodes Batman and Robin. Yeah. So I don't mind Batman and Robin. I think Kilmer. Was probably the third greatest Batman yet. Except Batman and Robin is George Clooney. I thought he was Batman and Robin and Batman Forever was, no, it was Clooney. Forever first, then Batman and Robin. Ah, but he was before Clooney. Yeah. So Batman Forever was first, then it was Batman and Robin. Ah, okay. Yeah. Batman All right. And, Batman and Robin was Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy. Um, Batgirl was added to it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, Batman Forever was the one with Jim Carrey. Yes, and it was actually solid because of Jim Carrey. He just hammed yeah. it up. It was great. Um, The Avengers. Now, this is not The Avengers that everyone knows and loves. It's the one with Uma Thurman. And Ralph Fiennes, yeah, and Sean Connery. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so it's based on the old TV show. Yeah. It's not bad. Fatal Deviation, Parting Please. Shots, the underground comedy movie. Don't really know any of them. Um, then in the 2000s, no. there's Battlefield Earth. Uh, it's such a bad movie. So bad. Um, Honest. Don't know it. Yeah. Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Dom Green given a very large budget in a video camera. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. Um, Glitter. Don't know it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... If it's the one I'm thinking of, it's a stripper movie. Uh, it says Mariah Carey was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, the one that's when her ill fated turn to acting. Yeah. Um, then there's... there's also, I think it's Shimmer is the sequel. I don't know. Um, then Swept Away in 2002. Yeah. Guy Ritchie movie and was, Madonna. Uh, yeah, it's uh um Yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about that movie. It's not much of anything really. Yeah. Um The Master of Disguise. It's uh fucking what's his name Garth. from it's Garth yeah, from Wayne's World Dana Carvey. It's uh yeah, it's not a great movie. It was uh, an Adam Sandler produced movie. Yeah. Oh, trust me, he's coming up soon. Uh, he's gonna come up a bit more. Um, <laughs> then Ballistic X versus Sever. Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. Don't know it. Okay. Um, Ben and Arthur. Romantic drama, uh, trying to. I think they were trying to. Apparently, it was bad, but yeah, it's a romantic drama between, like, it was a gay movie. Um, but yeah, that's not uh, like never, it did well. Don't know. From Justin, I've seen a lot. From Justin to Kelly, um, romantic comedy musical starring Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini, the winner runner runner up uh, from American Idol. Actually, yeah, I think I've seen saw that back in like two thousand and five, whenever it was it oh six. I think my sister watched it. Okay, can't remember. Um, I think it was that. I remember seeing Kelly Clarkson on camera. Here's one that I think you'd know: The Room. Uh, the Tommy Wiseau movie. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that, that brought a smile to my face. I haven't seen it, so but I've good, heard so much so of it from movie from um like movie review sites that I watch about them talking about it as being a a great bad movie. Um, uh, after you watch it, do yourself a favor and watch the Disaster Artist. It's actually really good. Okay. Um, the next one is Jiggly. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, with appearances by Pacino and Walken. How do I not know that movie? This one I hadn't heard of, but um, I don't think you'd like it because it's a British sex comedy, but it's Sex Lives of the Potato Men. I've never heard of it. Um, Whoa. There's Halle Berry. What is it? Sex Lives of the Potato Men. Yeah. That's my new favorite title. It is pretty good, though. Have you ever seen um, Attack of the Killer Condom? No. <laughs> it's a horror movie. I think it's French or something. You'd probably enjoy it. Um, uh, well, we would. We've got 2004's Catwoman. With Halle Berry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not, not good at all. Does she act- I will give her props. She actually went in person to accept her um, Razzie. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we'll give her props on that one because I think there is... She came close to winning both the best actress and the worst actress in the same year. Ah, uh, she well, yeah. When she went and got the Razzie for Catwoman, she um, she took her 
Best Actress Oscar for Monsters Ball with her. Was it that year? Because I always thought Sandy B was the only one to do that. No, she did that as well, apparently. Um, I'm skipping oh, okay. any of the foreign movies that we probably would have missed. Um, there was Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Actually. Um, Alone in the Dark. It was already a struggle because it was a video it. game movie. Um, yeah. Then, okay, Epic Movie, as we know. <laughs> um, I Know Who Killed Me. It was Lindsay Lohan as identical twins. Um, but not the classic one that's actually good with her in it. Yeah. Um, then there's Meet the Spartans. Oh, that's so, so bad. Oh, wait, and there's a third one in the parody films of um, Disaster Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't a good parody. It wasn't even so bad that I laugh at how bad it was. Epic Movie, Meet the Spartans, and Disaster Movie are by Friedberg and Seltzer, who did, oh, they did all three of them. Um, There's The Hottie and the Naughty. Never heard of it. Paris Hilton. I've seen her take it doggy style. That can't. No. It was on film. Um, actually, that just that just made me think um of a movie that was relatively panned that I liked that actually had her in it, and that was um Repo a genetic opera, the movie. Oh, I thought you were gonna say House of Wax. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, fuck no. Um it was it was panned heavily, but I don't like it. But yeah, um Repo the Genetic Opera. The I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, main reason being, it's got Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer singing, and the man can has got an amazing voice. Uh, um, uh. Then 2010s, there was Birdemic. Not. What a fucking idiot! The only creature I am legitimately afraid of on this earth is a bird. Well, yeah, it's done to be like The Birds by um, Hitchcock. Yeah, and I hate that movie too. Um, there's Last, <sighs> Last Airbender. <laughs> good try. Good try. It really wasn't a good try. Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Oh, it was Dog Name Night Shyamalan. What was that? Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Another Adam Sandler production one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, nope. I saw it on Amazon, and it's not good. Then Jack and Jill. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. No. Uh, then there's That's My Boy. See, I don't mind That's My Boy. And that's mainly because Andy Sandberg. If it was literally any other actor they would have fallen to Adam Sandler's bullshit and made the movie absolutely unwatchable. But because Andy Samberg's better than Adam Gold, uh, fucking Adam Sandler, it made you good. See, I'll say um, Adam Sandler's actually good when he makes an effort. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, you know what? Don't get me wrong. He does to, have really good films. This is going into some of the um, Guilty Pleasure movies. Like, I really enjoy... Um, What's it called? Um, Fifty First Dates. Actually, I don't mind Fifty First Dates. I really enjoy the Wedding Singer. Yeah, that was part of that golden run that he had. Yeah, but I also enjoy things like um that a movie that was relatively panned, but I think is actually quite good in Bulletproof. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I don't get why that panned. Like, because Bulletproof was so good. But then again, when it first came out, critically uh, slaughtered and generally panned was the last action era. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's great. And um, Shawshank was panned, wasn't it? Or was it? No, it was critically, uh, critically accepted as a great film, but it never made money at the box office. Yeah. And when word of mouth got around about how it was so good. People uh, watched it and appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the main reason um, That's My Boy did so badly is that 
comedic portrayal of incest, hebophilia, which is attraction to 11 to 14, <laughs> stat rape, and gerontophilia, which is sexual attraction to, to the elderly. Um, yeah, we'll just leave that as it is. Uh, Run for Your Wife, which is a British comedy, so you wouldn't have dug it. Um, <laughs> movie 43. Okay. Or I can say it's Hugh Jackman's chin. Yeah, exactly. It's nuts. <laughs> um, Fateful Findings. I don't know that one. Um, Hum Shackles, which is a um, Bollywood movie. Kidnapping Caucasian Style. It's a Russian comedy film. <laughs> um, yeah, no comment. Oh, here's one. Saving Christmas. It's a faith-based Christmas comedy. Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron did it. Uh gross. Fun for the whole family. Uh United Passions. It's a English language French one, so don't really know it. Um Dirty Grandpa. Uh here's the thing. Zach Efron is way underrated and he is very, very very funny. Robert De Niro is one of the greatest actors of all time. So who would have thought putting these two very talented people in the same film is going to turn into this shit? Mm. Um, Guardians, which was a Russian superhero film. I kind of want to watch it, but yeah. Yeah, I kind of do. Some people say it was the Russian answer to Howard the Duck. That's how bad it was. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. so wait, let me just say, so this is what someone said. Um, Guardians is a film from which Russian cinema should be protected. It's like a sequel to Plan 9 from Outer Space, filmed by Yue Boll, with the screenplay by Tommy Wiseau, with him in the lead role. That's how bad it was, apparently. I kind of have to watch it. Um, yeah. Um, we've got Cats. <laughs> oh, I still haven't watched it. I wouldn't bother. And then the next one... Yeah, it's pretty much what I've heard. And then there's one in the 2020s, which is called 365 Days, which is a Polish erotic romantic drama film. Is that the one on Netflix? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Okay, this is one of the reviews for it. Listen to this. There haven't been line readings this poor since the third act of The Room. And it makes <laughs> and it makes the bonking puppets in Team America World Police look like straight face documentary. <laughs> wow! Oh, great! That is brutal. Um, I have to say this movie. Some others, like I've just gone to um things rated zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Jaws: The Revenge, Police Academy Four. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, look who's talking now. Nope. Um, National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. Don't know. The 2002 Italian version of Pinocchio. Huh. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Here's another one, The Ridiculous Six. Uh, no comment. Hmm. Actually, that's one that was panned that I actually quite enjoy- I actually kind of enjoyed was um, what is it? A thousand ways to die in the West. A million ways to die in the that's West. It. it was uh done by what's his name from uh, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, I actually, I actually quite like that, and I don't like Charlize Theron. I love the fact that they just had um Liam Neeson as a cowboy. Like that was great. And the bad guy. Yeah, I don't want him as a bad guy. Like it's just more just him trying to do cowboy sounds. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, are we? Yeah. Think we're uh, done. What are you? What are your thoughts on Howard the Duck? I've never actually watched it. Um, I think when done properly, he could like if they were to redo it, and they considering they have shown the character. They could really do him very similar to um, a Guardians of the Galaxy sort of thing, where it's yeah. a bit of a sleeper, and then it comes out, and it'll just be very entertaining and funny, and not completely serious, but fun enough that it will go really well. I would happily see that. 
Yeah. I think the original wasn't great. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it now. But uh, it was pretty much the thing that almost killed Marvel Studios before it even got off the ground. And to be honest, they hadn't 20, done much that worked well years before. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, the only but, thing uh, I read from around that era was, like, this is talking 90s and 80s, there was this first two of the Spider-Man trilogy, and there was Blade. That was really the only good ones, in my opinion. Well, the Spider-Man trilogy was in the 2000s. Uh, the original Spidey came out in, like, 01 or 2000. Okay. And Blade, Blade was like 97, 98. Yeah. Blade 1 and Blade 2 were great. Um, yeah. And I will... And, um... uh, it was Guillermo del Toro it was the director of the first two. And then his like, assistant was the director of Blade Trinity. Thought, yeah, I can do it. And no, nobody, you can't. Yeah. And then we had um, CGI eyes. Yeah, but at least we got uh, Triple H asking for his dog. Yeah, that, and Ryan Reynolds was great in that one too. Thunder cunt. <laughs> Sorry, Fuck that me. was my favorite line. Fuck me sideways. <laughs> Unlike most vampires, she has them her teeth in her vagina. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Even back then, you knew he was going to be doing great things. And then he went and did um, Green Lantern and yeah. Wolverine Origins. And the proposal. Yeah. But he then did Deadpool, and that makes up for every bad thing he's ever done. And New Guy. New Guy is fantastic. I haven't seen it yet, though. Um, have you seen the one with him and The Rock? Um, Red Notice? Yeah, yeah. I saw that Red Notice or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's not bad. I watched it recently, and it wasn't too shabby at all. Yeah, it came out on, like, Netflix, like, last week or the week before. And, yeah, yeah, it's actually really good. I wouldn't go as not far as to say good, really but... good, but it's solid. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah. It's uh, pretty much a generic class film. Yeah, but with good back and forth between um The Rock and um Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And Gal Gadot. Yeah, who's solid as well. Yeah. Funny, all three of the people in that movie are superheroes now. Yeah. Or well, one that's about to be one. No, they've all been superheroes. Because... Well, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, obviously. And like, we'll forget about the other one. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman, and The Rock... Is Black Adam. Is... He's about to be black. I thought he already was. I haven't seen Shazam, so I don't know if he's actually made an appearance, but I thought he actually made an appearance in that. No, no. The only other superhero in Shazam was... Well, Black Adam's not a superhero. He's uh, a bad guy, but yeah. Yeah, but the only other meta-human with superpowers was... uh, uh, Superman showed his arm right at the end. But the bi guy wasn't Black Adam, I don't think. But I wasn't The Rock, either way. Why don't I mean Black Adam, but it wasn't played by The Rock? Yeah. But yeah, he hasn't been one yet, but he's going to be in the next, like, I think, six months. Yeah. Um, And he makes his reference to in the movie, but not as yeah. like the character's reference. No, easy peasy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. So oh, wow. I think that's it for so, the week. Just quickly, so I went back to my thing where it list of most pan popular movies, and it said, "Did you mean list of most banned popular movies?" And then explore further. The first thing that came up: nudes in PG rated movies. What? Yeah, that was one of the next options you could look up. No, why would you want to? Because you're a teenager or pretty young, and you want to find that sort of thing. True. Your parents will put a lock on the uh, on the fox toe. Yeah, exactly. I can see it happening. Um. Yeah. So, uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash before it was cool. Oh, sorry. 
before slash before IWC, I changed it. Uh, oh. We redesigned the website for the podcast, by the way. It's uh, before it was called com. It's a mouthful. I want to change it, and I will eventually. Uh, Twitter, we're at before IWC. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash before IWC. Uh, search before it was cool on YouTube. Uh, my, my, uh, movie, my video about that movie adding overrated piece of shit. Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chuck Factory will be up at the end of the week. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, we're waiting on it. We're waiting on it. Uh, it's going to be worth it. Ah, uh, that's all I can think about plugging. Did I miss anything? Um, not that I can think of. YouTube? Oh, the email. That's right. Email your voice memos. Tell us a story. Do you want us to discuss something? Let us know. Tell, us movies, like tell us movies that you like. Um, Tell us movies that you like based on, like, that are bad or whatever. Like, we'd love to hear that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, sorry, I burped. I'm working on, uh, two secret, not secret, but just two projects that I'm not ready to announce what they are at the moment. Uh, although one is Pinpoint. What is it? But, what is yeah. it? What is Exactly, it? what is it? But that'll be they'll both be up on YouTube uh eventually. Hopefully. If you're lucky. Because I'd uh, be a good boy and you'll get your treat. Um Sorry, I'm just looking through like a lot of the um banned movies that are out there. It's really interesting. But yeah, see you later everyone. Um <laughs> See ya.